What's up? Happy Sunday, motherfuckers. Dang, we got a whole flock of cops. We got freaking detectives over here. We got farts. We got all that shit over here on the brain Sunday. Brainwash Radio is for broad-minded adults only and should not be sold nor distributed to minors under any circumstances whatsoever. Thank you, Fall Season. We are Season 6. Six. Six, baby. You're on the brain. says love is patient and so you want to find the right person but you also want to be the right person uh i would say this to girls and guys too but especially to girls don't marry some guy because you think you're going to fix him oh i'm going to make him my project i'll make him a better man he might actually get worse okay so you have to find the right guy the right girl first of all look for a godly person someone who loves the lord who is fully committed to christ don't marry a non-believer. The Bible says, don't be unequally yoked together with non-believers for what fellowship or companionship does light have with darkness. So start with a Christian. And then here's what the Bible says. To husbands, it says, husbands, love your wife as Christ loves the church. To the wives, it says, wives, respect your husbands. Now that's interesting. It's not that wives shouldn't love their husbands and husbands shouldn't respect their wives, but it specifically says, Husbands, love your wives. So, guys, you need to tell your wife you love her. You need to verbalize it. She can't read your mind. And, ladies, you need to respect your husband. You know, tell him you're appreciative of what he does. A lot of times, this doesn't happen in homes. Uh, that brings me to my next point, which is, if you love someone, tell them. You know, and this isn't just for married couples. This is for everybody. You know, your parents, your children, your siblings, uh, someone that means a lot to you. I'd encourage you to send them an email, shoot them a text, and better yet, write them a card. And the reason that's better is they can keep it. They can keep it and pull it out, sign your name to it, just thinking about you, how much you mean to me. You say, well, I, they know I love them. Well, do they? Never hurts to hear it. And don't wait till their funeral. Well, I'll bring flowers to the funeral. Bring your flowers now. Tell people that have impacted your life that you love them. So those are some things that maybe an older Greg would have said to a younger Greg that I've learned in life. Grandma used to pray out loud. 
out of her mind. She said, boy, this kind of praying is what saved my life. You ought to try it sometime. And now I know she was right. She was talking to Jesus. She was talking to Jesus. She'd been talking to Jesus for all of her life. Mama used to drag me to church Sunday mornings and Wednesday nights. Khaki pants and a polo shirt. Boy, I put up a fight. She said, son, one day you'll thank me for having God in your life. And yeah, I know she was right. Yeah, my mama was right. Cause now I'm talking to Jesus. She got me talking to Jesus. She got me talking to Jesus. Yeah, my mama was right. Now I'm talking to Jesus Yeah, I love talking to Jesus And I'll be talking to Jesus For the rest of my Church Sunday, bitches. What's up? You know me. Church Sunday. 
Man, we say bitch hoes, you know, it doesn't matter. But anyways, I'm about ready to hit number three on this page, a book. Oh man, I can't even pronounce it. Catholicism, there we go. Yeah, I did it right. All right, meanwhile, oh no, I'm not going to read it. I'm going to read a little passage. Okay, what is Catholicism? The meaning of the word. Catholicism is a rich and diverse reality. It is a Christian tradition, a way of life, people, and a community. That is to say, it has compromised the faith, theolog theologies, and doctrines, and it is characterized by specific liturgical, ethical, and spiritual orientations and behaviors at the same time. It is a people or cluster of peoples with a particular history. All right, if you guys want to read more, just check out the book by Richard P. McBrien. I'm pretty sure they got some, uh, they got some, you know, so you're on the brain, you're on Church Sunday. Let's listen to some motherfucking metal, shall we? I think so. On the Sunset Strip, rocking it on Hollywood. You be loving it, I know. You get all giggly. You know, your vagina's all wet. You know, stripping down the thighs. Sorry, guys. But, you know, the women's, you know, about that time, you know, getting all wide open for you guys. Guys, jump on it. Get it on. You're on the brain. Church Sunday.
being obedient to the word of God. Jesus said, my doctrines is not mine, but his who sent me. If anyone wills to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrines, whether it is from God or whether I speak on my own authority. There in John chapter 7, verse 16 and 17. Now, how does faith, how is faith destroyed? How it weakens? That is because we have neglected and rejected the word of God. Faith is destroyed and weakened when we neglect and reject the word of God. Hosea said, God's people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Rejecting knowledge and forgetting the law of God there in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. By unbelief. You know, by unbelief and forsaking fellowship with one another. You see, that's how we destroy. Faith is destroyed and weakened. First, it's destroyed and weakened when we reject and we neglect the word of God. And then unbelief. By unbelief and by and you know and forsaking fellowship with one another. There in Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 to 14. You see, yes, we're gonna neglect the word of God, and then we're gonna reject the word of God. And that's that's you know, that's that's who we are, and then we lack knowledge of the word of God. So if we don't grow in our faith, pretty much our faith is destroyed by rejecting and neglecting the word of God because we have no knowledge of the word of God. But not only that, <coughs> unbelief and forsaking the fellowship of other believers. And also by the absence of works, being inactive in our service of the Lord. Meaning that we don't want to come, you know, we don't want to serve. We just want to come to church, you know, fold our arms and just sit there and just uh, wait for the service to be done. We don't want to get involved in any service. Folks, how are we going to apply what is given to us? In the word of God. We need to apply. We, need, we can't just receive it. We need to apply the things that we have received so that we are able <coughs> to exercise our faith so that we can continue in our faith. James said, as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead also. There in James chapter 2 verse 20 to 23 and also in uh, verse 26. When we neglect and reject the word of God, when we forsake fellowship with other believers and refuse to do the will of God, you reject your faith and will suffer shipwreck. Folks, that is the beginning of us suffering shipwreck. It's when we neglect the word of truth. It's when we don't want to serve God and apply the word of truth that has been given to us in our lives. It's when we reject you know, the word of God and our faith in him. And then truly, we can shipwreck, suffer shipwreck by rejecting one's conscience. Truly, we can suffer shipwreck by rejecting one's, con uh, one's conscience in verses 19 and 20. And it says, having faith and good conscience, which some, having rejected, concerning the faith, have suffered shipwreck. Of whom of Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I delivered to Satan, that they may learn not to blaspheme. See, rejecting one's conscience. The word conscience defined by Vine Expository Dictionary is the process of thoughts which distinguishes what is considered morally good or bad. 
commending the good, condemning the bad, and so pro- so prompting to do the former and to avoid the latter. I'm pretty sure that's a great, uh, you know, uh, definition of conscience. I like what it says, consider morally good or bad, commending the good, condemning the bad, and so prompting to do the former and to avoid the latter. Our conscience can't always be reliable. We cannot trust our conscience all the time. Paul says in Acts chapter 23, verse 1, I have lived in all good conscience before God throughout my life. Even though at the time he was persecuting the Christian there in Acts chapter 26, verse 9 to 11. See, our conscience is like a clock, which works properly when it's set correctly. Though our conscience can always be reliable, can always be reliable, God's desire...
You're on the brain Sunday. Hundreds gather in Santa Monica to protest against proposed vaccine mandates. Hundred people carrying American flags and holding signs that read no jobs for jobs and stop the medical tyranny. Gathered near Santa Monica Pier Sunday to push back against proposed COVID-19 vaccination mandates. Held in a park off a busy stretch of Ocean Avenue, the gathering billed as a worldwide rally for freedom appeared half political rally and half religious gathering. Organizers led the group in prayer and attendees mostly unmasked milled at booths to learn about recall attempts of several Democrats, including Governor Gavin Newsom of Los Angeles and Los Angeles County District Attorney George Gascon, because you know. Meanwhile, be on the news. Get some music on the brain, bitches. Bitch cake, you on the brain. You on the brain, bitches. It's all my by Melodra.
damn bitches, you on the brain? I know you are. Listening to Melodrone, kicking it. Listening to that Melodrone all up in your grill. <laughs> Loving it and shit. Damn.
Brainwash Radio, bitches.